0: What's up, everybody? This is Daniel jumping on today to share a word um, in the series we're doing called "Redefined." If you watch one of our other videos, then you already know what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it again. Um, in redefining something, we're not we're not coming up with a new definition. We are redefining it. We're going to go back and see what it's supposed to be defined as according to the word, and so. The the purpose in that, the heart behind that, what the Father's trying wants to communicate through that is, just over the years, over the generations, there's a lot of things that we, when we say yes to Jesus, we come into agreement with a lot of things. It's actually a lot of nonverbal agreements that we don't even realize, like that the Bible's true or that creation happened, um, that the resurrection's really a thing, that Jesus is coming back. Like, there's a lot of things or that we're supposed to love our enemy and pray for them. Um, there's a lot of things we come into agreement with. When we say yes to Jesus, that we're not aware of, and that over time the culture redefines it. And really, you know, that's what's happened because at this point in church history, the culture has really infiltrated the church. And so today what we're gonna redefine is multiplication. And we're gonna look at Genesis chapter one. It says, This is Genesis chapter one, twenty-eight. It says, Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. And govern it, reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along on the ground. I love this verse because the Father just loves to multiply. He loves to multiply. He multiplied himself. A couple of verses before that, it says that He created us in His image. So He actually multiplied Himself into us. And then once He created us, man and woman, He blessed us to multiply. And so we're here to multiply. And, and when I first started reading this verse 18, 19 years ago, you know, what I saw was that we're here to make babies, just to be honest. Multiply and fill the earth, right? <clears throat> well, the more I read and the more I walked to the Lord and the more I understood him and understood his character and his, and his heart and what he, what he had done is I realized that he didn't just want to multiply bodies. He wanted to multiply this relationship that we have with the Father in our identity. Because, in this moment in the garden, they're pure, their relationship with God is perfect, they're righteous, they're sinless, they're just waking up every day and doing whatever the father says they're just in in perfect community and union with the Lord with one another, with themselves even um and and i I refer to that as being naked, you know they were naked in the garden, but what they were they weren't just physically naked, which is actually vulnerable, so even physically naked is is mentally and emotionally naked. <clears throat> but they were spiritually naked. They were completely and totally 100% visible to themselves, which is extremely important to one another and to the Lord. And he wanted them to multiply that. And so then of course we know that they disobeyed, they were removed from the garden, sin came into them, into mankind. And then again, we, we move forward to Jesus. And what you have again is you have God that comes down to man. he, he dies, he's buried, he's resurrected. And then we have the opportunity to come into identity through Jesus. And so then we flash forward to Matthew 28. It's the last thing Jesus said. <clears throat> you know, I don't know who all I'm that's going to be watching this. I, I know a lot of folks are going to see this before it's over with just because of God's intentions with it. But Inevitably, we're, we're probably all going to have known someone that passed away. We may not have all been there when it happened. But one thing that we can be certain of is when someone is about to pass, when someone's about to be gone forever, if they have the opportunity to sit down and tell someone one last thing, we can assume that it's probably the most important thing that they could possibly come up with. It's the most important thing that they could say with their last breath. And that's what, and I would imagine it when Jesus was sitting with the 12, with his disciples, and he was looking at them, and he knew he was not ever going to see them in person again because he was going to ascend. He probably said the most important thing he could possibly say to them in that moment. And what he said was, this is Matthew 28, verse 18. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Be sure of this, I'm always with you, even to the end of the age. What he said was, go multiply. Go multiply yourselves. You've been walking with me for three years. You've been walking with me every single day for three years. I've been walking with you every single day for three years. You've seen me when I'm put together. You've seen me when I'm when I'm not put together, you've seen me. You've seen me in every single way, and I've seen you in every single way. I, I we we talked at at nighttime. We talked in the morning time. We were together. All go multiply that. Multiply my love, and that's what he says. Go to go multiply yourselves, and then teach the people you've multiplied yourself into to obey everything I've commanded you. And his and and Jesus he he gave a new couple of new commands, and ultimately he just said. Teach them to love. He just said love. He loved. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love the Lord your God. That's it. Love, 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 love. And so go multiply yourselves and make new disciples and teach those disciples to do what I've taught you to do. And then you go and look, you get into the book of Acts, and you read all the letters, and what you're reading is firsthand accounts of all the multiplication that they did they literally took an entire region of earth and actually I'm here today I'm talking to you right now because those men obeyed the order to go and multiply I'm a disciple of Jesus because of these men 2000 years ago multiplied and made disciples and so <clears throat> we got to multiply and and the truth is is we're going to multiply and we we can't even avoid multiplying and so what I want to ask you today is As someone who claims to be a believer, what are you multiplying into your disciples? The people that are watching you the closest, your wife, your children, your husband, your children, whoever that may be, the people that you work with, the people that you work for, the people that you work over, the people that are watching you the most, what are you multiplying into them? Because those are your disciples. Those are the people you're supposed to be multiplying yourself into. And are you making disciples out of them, as Jesus would encourage has encouraged us to, or not? And are you teaching these these people to obey what Jesus told us to obey, which is to love? How are you discipling? As I said, we're, everyone's making disciples. The question is, what kind of disciple are you making? So I just wanted to share that with you today. We got to redefine multiplication. We're here to multiply. And we're not just here to multiply churchgoers. We're here to multiply people who will jack people up in in grocery stores and jack people up in gas stations and just love, just love, love, love everybody everywhere. So that's multiplication, guys. Thanks for joining in. Join in next time. Watch another video. Share. uh, Visit our website, missionidentity.org and see what else we're doing. And tune in next time. Thanks. Love you guys.